0: What's up guys, we are back, uh, the horses well and truly bolted, thanks for all the messages and love following the first episode, it was a lot of fun and I'm planning on keeping these weekly episodes coming. I've got some awesome guests lined up in the next month or so and you know they'll provide some awesome value, some great content and yeah, we're going to have some awesome chats moving forward so I'm really looking forward to that. And when I started the first recording, you know my aim was to be able to help people who want to achieve long-term success. Um, happiness and all that. And today's episode, you know, we'll really focus on that. It's a great time to be a Melbourneian. Gyms opening back tomorrow, which is amazing. I'm so happy for any gym owners out there and gym girls as well. You know, you've got an awesome chance and opportunity here to work on a few of your goals this year. Obviously coming to an end, but awesome launch pad going into the new year. And On today's episode, I'm gonna talk about quick fixes and those kind of six to eight week challenges type programs. And the importance of creating and developing long-term sustainable lifestyle habits. Um, you know, I was talking to my mate the other day, and he jumped on the bandwagon and signed up to one of those, you know, uh, four-week challenges where they put you on about twelve hundred calories a day. And you know, even for the guidelines like that, the average Australian, you know, you need so many, so much more than that. And um, you know, it's just so low and then the guy was having almost half of that, almost half of what he actually needed. And when you're on such low calorie intake, you'll lose some weight, obviously, over the first few weeks of course, and you'll feel great about that. But the majority of the time, there's a massive downside. You know, your quality of sleep decreases, your recovery post-workout is just shit. And your training will definitely drop off Like the intensity or drop off for sure. And when these quick fix programs advertise, you see... Awesome! Great before and after photos, a big cash prize, and the I manipulative marketing—you know—it's—it's it's good. That's why people get sucked in. But in reality, like these challenges are not the answer to kickstarting your weight loss journey. Uh, they don't teach you anything. They don't teach you long-term habitual changes. Just, they just—they don't allow you to develop, you know, your long-term lifestyle um, habitual changes. Programs that teach you how to track calories, calculate your individual calorie intake requirements and provide individualized meal plans and training plans is what you're really looking for. Uh, any training or nutrition plan needs to be for the individual. Uh, you know, you can't have two people on the exact same thing, and that's what these small challenges do. They situate two people on the exact same plan uh, for nutrition and training, and uh, it just can't work like that. Like pay me, for example, 80 kilo male mile um, on my feet most of the day, try to work out four to five times a week, um, you know, and then they stick you up against someone who who might be a 60-kilo female who lives a pretty sedentary lifestyle and, you know, they, they sit at a desk all day. Um, you know, they just don't ask you questions about your body comp, your activity levels and your weekly exercise regime. Instead, they'll just give you and the person next to you the exact same meal plan and nutrition advice. You know, it may work for a fat loss opportunity, but it, it definitely won't last. And once you finish the challenge, you'll be straight back to old habits, the same old eating routine. You put the weight back on, and it's almost like you've reset your body back to its original self. What you want to be looking for is a program or challenge that is going to teach you things, one that is going to educate you, allow you to build healthy, sustainable lifestyle habits that will see you through forever for your whole training life, really, Uh, not just for 28 days or six to eight weeks. I want the process to be enjoyable as possible. Not one that would keep counting <clears throat> down the days until it's over and stop thinking about it to finish. Because if that's the, the mindset you have during the challenge, it's very likely you'll just go straight back into your old habits. And exactly like when the challenge ends, like you'll just go straight back to what you were before that. And rather paying upwards, if you know, a couple hundred dollars and stuff like that for an unenjoyable, unsustainable fat loss. Have a think about changes that you want to make in your life. What goals you want to achieve and how you might do this where you make adjustments to your lifestyle that are going to be sustainable in the long term. You know, with gyms opening back up and restrictions easing, many of you will be finding yourselves getting back into a routine, uh, which is fantastic. So have a think about what goals, goals you want to achieve. Sit down, write them down. Just be honest with yourself about what you need to do and what you need to change because, you know, we want long-term success which will come from sustainable habitual changes. Like we've said, like, I'll just keep driving it. It's got to be consistent with the message. And this won't come from restricted calories. You know, it won't. It will prevent you from having enjoyable, you know, dinners, celebrations with friends, family events, and the mentality of not being able to enjoy yourself while socializing because you're on a challenge is definitely not the way you want to live. Uh, I've been there before. Trust me. Um, you don't work for your diet. Your diet works for you, and that's something that really stuck with me for such a long time. It, it's such a great saying, and. You know, there's probably someone listening to this now after just saying that and it really really hit home. You know, you should be able to enjoy your events and still make progress. I mean, take the last weekend, for example, in Melbourne. We just had a lot of restrictions and socialising around food and alcohol was a lot easier. Uh, Again, I'll always use myself as an example. I went out for dinners and I wasn't worried. I allowed myself to enjoy the meals without feeling guilty. and That's because, you know, I've set my numbers, calorie cycling, and, yeah, like it can be that easy. You know, we want flexibility in our diet that allows us to enjoy events, drink with friends, especially now with summer. Like we want it to be a guilt-free experience, Christmas too. Uh, so going back to the goal setting and planning, a great place to start is by having a think about where you might be going wrong. You know, is it preparation? Is it time? Do you turn to food for joy? Are you hungry at the end of the day because you've been restricting yourself throughout the day too much? And Then you find yourself eating late at night, you know, snacking pretty big. Think about what you want to achieve, you know, put some emotion into it as well. Uh, A lot of people always say, oh, I just want to lose fat. You know, put some emotion to it. Why do you want to lose fat or why do you want to gain muscle? Um, Is it within your scope and achievable? Uh, Is it relevant to the way you're living day to day now? And is it specific enough? Because sometimes we can just have a great big goal and kind of leave it there, like I want to lose 10 kilos. Well, when? When do you want to lose it by? Uh, How are you going to measure this out? And, you know, rather than just saying, I want to lose weight, make it a goal. You know, a good way is to always break it down, like lose 250 to 500 grams per week. Uh, It's such a great weight loss range. It's in that absolute sweet spot. And losing weight any quicker will prevent you from retaining some of the muscle mass. Um, You know, as I said, it's a sweet spot. It will allow you to train well, recover well and get good rest, which is, you know, really good aim. That's what we want. I know my people out there with like 500 grams doesn't sound like much, but if you break it down over the space of a year, that's 26 kilos, um, and it's absolutely massive. Think about how quick a year goes and how quick time goes. If you're consistent enough and losing in that range, uh, you can do some pretty special things. Also, while enjoying events, like I said, and the goals just don't need to be just about weight loss. Um, you know, they may be about creating positive weekly habits. So go might be writing up a weekly meal plan and actually sticking to it, doing your grocery shop that aligns with your meal plan um, and even just moving your body for a half an hour a day, you know. But for now, just have a real good thing about these three to four things that you can focus on uh, in this next little part of this year. And this, this these tips uh, will definitely help you, you know, launch into next year as well. I'll break down some you know, a good five, five things you should really be fo- focusing on in now ending this year and, you know, launching into next year. And the first one is knowing your numbers. Uh, definitely in the next few weeks, I'm going to release an episode that will focus more on understanding calories, maintenance calories, deficits, surplus, and how that will inform you, form your eating and understanding uh, of your body composition. We'll also have a chat about macros, protein, carbs, fats, really break it down if anyone's interested in getting a head start um, I've added a link into the the show notes great calorie calculator it's one that I've used many of times one that I'll definitely use um, on most of my clients I don't really want to touch on it and I'll ask some of your information like you know weight age height gender activity levels and it will provide you with a really good idea about you know um, the individualized calories that you need to have, whether it be maintenance, deficit, or even surplus. I've always stuck with a great saying that you need to be the CEO of your own body, which is knowing your numbers. You need to know exactly what's coming in, what's going out, just like a CEO of a company would. So we can really now, I think data is so important. The more data you have, the exact, you can pinpoint where you're going wrong. And the second one is about hitting your protein minimum. So we want two grams per kilo of body weight. And again, this will make more sense to a lot of people once we have a chat in the upcoming episodes about macros and calculating your daily protein goals. But for now, just know that it is so important to hit these protein targets. Protein is such an important macro just for energy levels, sleep, muscle retention, muscle growth. You know, in a deficit when you're losing fat, muscle retention is crucial. It's obviously what we want. And the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you burn. And protein plays a massive role in supporting this. You know, it has a thermogenic effect as well, which basically means you're burning calories while you digest it. And if you do struggle with your protein intake, have a look at protein shakes. You know, they're quick, they're easy. You can do so many things with them. Smoothies, uh, you can mix them in with yogurt, which is fantastic, tastes good, even just by itself. Like I know a lot of back in the day, outdated crap, that protein shakes aren't good for you. You know, they're full of crap, but, you know... I mean, these days in Australia, we have a pretty high standard. So even just at your local supermarket, you'll find, you know, really good ones, really high quality protein, which is what we want. The third thing is having a proper structured training plan. Rather than just walking into the gym and jumping on a treadmill or, you know, doing a spin class, you want a proper training plan that will allow you to... You know, focus on overloading the muscle, focus on, you know, dealing with the body's adaptations. A uh, structured training plan will, will benefit you massively. It also will allow you to get strong, overload your muscles, and it gives your body a reason to change. Feeling the same workout day in, day out, week after week, your body adapts to everything and adapts very, very quickly. You know, you always need to give it new to reach. The fourth thing is to raise your knee. So when we talk about neat, we're talking about non-exercise thermogenesis, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it's uh, super hard to say. Just, just to put it simply, it just means the calories you burn outside of exercise. Um, Small things like parking further away from the supermarket to increase your steps. Simple things like taking the steps instead of the lifts, walking on the escalator instead of let it just take you. The workouts you do at the gym they only account for about five to ten percent. Of your daily energy expenditure, which sounds super low because of it. Going to the gym and working out sometimes it just simply isn't enough. You want to accelerate the process, get your steps up. You know, do things like take your dog for a walk, listen to a podcast, preferably this one, obviously. And set a target, set a te- uh, step target. A lot of people say ten thousand. Um, doesn't have to be that number. That's just uh, no one ever came out and said you need to do ten thousand steps a day to be. To lose weight and be super active. It's just a kind of a number that people do, just because you know it does look nice. But yeah, if you want to do that, write it down. Uh the weather is getting better. It's easier to get up in the morning and go for a walk or even a walk after dinner with the longer days. So definitely enjoy the sun and, and hopefully you can get your steps up and yeah, accelerate that little bit of fat loss if that's what you want, or even just to be a little bit more active. And the last one, and this one is the most critical about them all, it's enjoy the process. I've said this before, make the process as enjoyable as possible. Enjoy all your events, your drinks, families and friends, events, you know, even little things like not feeling guilty about having ice cream on the beach during summer. More so now than ever because in Melbourne we've been so restricted in our ability to get out and socialise. So don't allow a 28-day challenge that promises you 10 kilos of weight loss Prevent you from enjoying yourself. Get excited about entering your deficit, and that's the biggest one. You need to be excited about losing fat. It shouldn't be a process that you that you just bloody hate. And achieving weight loss, you know, do it in a way that will hold you in good stead for the rest of your life. You know, learn, learn lifelong habitual changes will change everything for you. You sh- it should be a slow burn. The first five kilos may come easy, and that's awesome. For the next five, it does get harder than that. That's why it's important to stay consistent and enjoy every single protest because, you know, the more strict you are, the less and less, you know, enjoyable it is and you don't get to enjoy your events. You know, you'll be saying to your friends, I'm on a diet, I can't come out for dinner. It's not enjoyable for anyone. You are missing out on quality time with your loved ones like we have for such a long time now. So let your diet work for you, go out for dinner, enjoy all your events and, again, don't get sucked into the small if you live marketing from gyms, they give you nice big photos. Enjoy everything you do, guys, and make it long term and sustainable. That's our episode for today. It's a nice and short one, short and sharp. You know, I hope you guys have got some benefit from it and you're able to take something out of this episode. It allows you to nail some amazing goals, launching off this year into the next. And whether you've been put off a quick fix, 28-day challenge, you've been able to think about some goals or some planning, whether you've jumped into onto the calorie calculator to get an understanding of kind of where you sit, um, you know, I think it's going to be great for you guys to play around on that. And, again, we'll have some chats coming up in the next few weeks where we really break down the macro side of things and get a little bit more into what calorie counting really involves and how you can get some, some awesome benefit from that. So thanks, guys. If you have the time, please leave a review. Please um, share it to your story if you enjoyed it. And, again, any questions, let me know. But thanks for jumping on.